Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to NFT Nation the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. I'm your host, Michael Wheeler, here with my co-host, Alex Ferguson. What's going on, guys? And in today's episode, we'll be explaining what the upcoming upcoming Ethereum 2.0 is and our personal opinions on what this means for the crypto community as a whole. But before we start, we'd like to say that everything mentioned in this podcast uh, are taking personal opinions from us and is not to, meant to be taken in kind of any financial way. So by saying that, let's start getting in the episode. So Michael, what is Ethereum 1.0? I mean, if we if see, if we see Ethereum 2.0 coming out, what's Ethereum 1? So pretty much just like you said, to understand what Ethereum 2.0 is, uh, you have to understand what the current status of Ethereum is. And pretty much there's two major blockchains that currently are uh, running Ethereum. And there's the first one is the mainnet, which is the main blockchain. And this is where the current form of Ethereum is. Like this is the current form of Ethereum that we all understand. Like uh, all the NFTs that are sold on Ethereum, all the just like trading and buying and selling this is the main ethereum blockchain that uses the proof of a work model like similar to bitcoin and then we have something that the ethereum foundation is working on called the beacon chain and this is a side chain and this 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 side chain is pretty new it came out in december 2020 and this allows uh, a little bit of a proof of stake model uh onto the ethereum blockchain which is uh, always good to see just an improvement of technology there and some people are actually allowed to stake a portion of their ethereum onto this beacon chain which is always good to see as well because we're kind of a pro staking podcast here if that makes sense and also there's two uh they have two different consensus models pretty much so the main net is proof of work and the beacon chain is proof of stake just like i mentioned earlier and they're all kind of wrapped up in the one and before I get into the deep, heavy, heavy definitions of what Ethereum 2.0 is looking to do, is pretty much they want uh, the Ethereum Foundation is looking to move the mainnet, which is the proof of work model, into more of the beacon chain, which is the proof of stake. So, for our listeners at home, what is a consensus model? What's kind of the definition so, of? A consensus model is pretty much how transactions are verified, if that makes sense. Okay. So, a uh, consensus model is pretty much uh, related to staking, because uh, uh, staking is a consensus model where all the different nodes form one consensus and agree that the tra- a transaction is valid, where a uh, proof-of-work model, wh- where you use miners, is called a execution layer 
because the miners are like pretty much physically working to solve the uh, blockchain problem, if that makes sense, and solve the transaction to put it on the blockchain. Okay, so it's kind of just like every everyone agreeing on everything that something happened, sort of. Yes, exactly. Like uh, like I mentioned earlier, there's two different types of uh, models: the proof of work, uh, which is uh, execution, and proof of stake, which is consensus. I may have messed that up earlier, but that's the true uh, understanding. Okay. So, what does the Ethereum 2.0, the what does their consensus layer aim to do? So, pretty much Ethereum 2.0, like I said earlier, their whole goal is to make Ethereum 100% proof of stake, and they also want to have a more a, a more reliable Ethereum blockchain because sometimes with miners, it can be taken advantage of with those miners instead of a proof of stake model, which can be more spread out. And also on the fact that it will be、uh, a staking model or a proof of stake、uh, blockchain, it's going to be more community centered because everyone that owns ETH is going to be able to stake their Ethereum. And also using the、uh, proof of <laughs> proof of stake、uh, blockchain kind of technology, it's going to this, this is going to make Ethereum more scalable and to be able to support more transactions. And just like volume in in general, like as you see, many、um, proof of stake blockchains like Cardano or Solana, you see that they're able to do a lot more transactions per second than Ethereum. So it just kind of goes to show that kind of staking is the future with cryptocurrency. And also、uh, with that, it's going to increase security with having more and more nodes spread across the pretty spread across the world, pretty much. It's gonna it's gonna create more decentral or they're planning to make more decentralization since more and more nodes will be able to kind of verify transactions on their own, not really on their own, but as a group,、uh, kind of as a group but separate. If that makes sense, there's gonna be a bunch of bunch of stake pools, and there's gonna be probably ten times the amount of stake pools as there are miners. If I had to kind of take a bet on that, and also, um. The back, the backbone of the majority of the crypto e- ecosystem is Ethereum. Like, if you want to、uh, use any type of decentralized exchange, you're almost kind of forced to buy Ethereum just kind of to start out, and because that's the main token everyone accepts. I mean, obviously, besides Bitcoin and other main other coins in the top ten, but like ETH, like if you if you have ETH, everyone kind of wants ETH if that makes sense. And also with this.、Uh, Proof of stake model, like I mentioned earlier, they're going to try to make the black blockchain as fast as possible,、uh, just to kind of compete and just to be able to scale. Because the faster you can, the faster Ethereum, the Ethereum blockchain can do transactions. The more and more people that, the more and more transactions they can support, which will increase the size of the people that use Ethereum. And also,、um, they want to increase the value of the asset. By making Ethereum proof of stake, so pretty much right now, Ethereum. If anyone has any type of economics background, Ethereum is currently a commodity, which means it's pretty much just used to pay for gas fees. I mean, obviously you can buy and trade and buy NFTs with it, but when some when Ethereum becomes a income-producing asset like staking, you're earning money on your Ethereum, then it becomes an asset. Like it, it obviously is still an asset, but then it becomes a source of income, if that makes sense. And also, yeah, that's that's pretty much what 
the entire kind of Ethereum 2.0 consensus layer is aiming to do. So when we're talking about Ethereum 2.0, is it sort of like an update from the first one? Or is it a completely separate, like, new coin? Yeah, so that's actually a perfect question because so many people don't really understand. They just think, since obviously 2.0, when everyone sees 2.0, they're like, oh my, oh my god, that's brand new. This is a completely different thing, but that's not the case. So, uh, I even though we, this the title of this episode is going to be what is Ethereum 2.0, Vitalik Buterin, the uh, creator of Ethereum and the Ethereum Foundation, has actually killed the term Ethereum 2.0 because there has been so much confusion with the fact that it's just an update and. That's why I'm gonna, for the rest of this episode, I'm going to try to call Ethereum 2.0 the consensus layer, just because it's kind of the main or real definition in the definition you will hear like moving on in the future. So, uh, pretty much just to get back to your question, there's multiple parts of the uh, the consensus layer, which is an update. You will it is still the exact same Ethereum. You will still use the exact same token. You will not have to switch your tokens over to the new Ethereum token. There's no kind of worry about that. Your tokens are completely safe. But to understand the consensus layer, you have to understand there's three different phases of the consensus layer that the Ethereum Foundation is aiming to solve. And currently, uh, we are in phase zero, which is the beacon chain. The beacon chain came out in December 2020. And it's pretty, it's pretty brand new, so you kind of have to understand that they're still working everything out. That's why I also believe that we'll get into our uh, predictions on when the consensus layer will come out. But that's kind of later in the episode when we, when everyone gets a full understanding of the beacon chain. And also we under we uh, kind of explain what the beacon chain beacon chain is uh, a little bit earlier, but pretty much just just uh, transferring Ethereum slowly. Uh, to a proof of stake model where more and more people are staking their Ethereum and as they like kind of push the miners out if that makes sense and and to move on from phase zero like I said there's three phases of the consensus layer then there is phase one so phase one is called the sharding chain sharding change chain (laughs) and yes that's sharding with a D not a T if that makes D as in dog uh (laughs) So when I first when I first heard this, I got very confused. I was like, never heard of a shard before. What is this? What's going on? So uh, that's why I kind of just kept digging. Like, you, especially with crypto, once you find a new topic, you just kind of keep digging again. It's like you can go forever. Kinda, yeah, you just keep going. You go. You keep, it's legit a rabbit hole, but it's kind of a really uh, popular and good rabbit hole to get into. But for a basic definition of what is sharding, sharding is a database partitioning technique used by blockchain companies with the purpose of scalability, enabling them to process more transactions per second. And to kind of get a better understanding of that is like people understand like, or people don't understand like how it helps a blockchain. And pretty much sharding splits a, bro- a blockchain's like entire company network into smaller portions, pretty much. And each portion is known as a shard. And each shard consists of its own data, making it distinctive and independent when compared to other shards. So as a simple, basic, average Joe definition, I said that 
the blockchain is or pretty much what when uh blockchains are sharded if that makes sense the blockchain is split up into shards so that a lot more transactions can happen on each separate shard so pretty much if there's only uh what i understand from what sharding is is imagine you have the ethereum blockchain and it's a one-way door there's only one door to the blockchain uh transactions go in transactions go out there's only one door and what i believe is that now imagine that one big door is split into 10 smaller doors now more and more transactions can be open and closed that makes sense the, so it's kind of uh, like so it's kind of like a highway like you're adding the more shards or the more lanes and so yeah traffic can flow it's kind of like a lot faster it's uh, say you're doing like a group project in school and yep. instead of all five people in your group working on the same section you're splitting up each section okay. of the project to one person that makes sense but the, but they're kind of all doing the same task or are they very like, similar it? yes very okay. similar yeah yeah so they're not like, like splitting the transaction or whatever what, into this is why different... yeah this is why it's so complicated to even for like the people that are develop, developing the consensus layer to get like uh completely right and correct it's because with sharding obviously it's complicated to pretty much make the ethereum blockchain into separate smaller parts of the blockchain so it can pretty much just go fast so shards when they're left alone they're more vulnerable if that makes sense obviously it's like when 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 they're all together in one block when one ethereum chain when they're all together they're they're uh, harder to hack but when they kind of go on their own kind of like uh strength in numbers if that makes sense. So, just think of it sharding as a good thing for speed and scalability, but not as good for security. But obviously, I believe in the Ethereum future and I'm sure Alex does as well and especially with sharding. Yes, they're this is why they're taking this is why it's taking so ungodly long for the consensus layer to come out is because they want everything to get perfect and um so you just got to be patient with it sharding's a good thing even though like like I literally did like maybe 6 hours of research on this topic and I still don't have a uh, full perfect understanding of what sharding is but just kind of understand sharding the blockchain split up into multiple separate parts but they're all working to reach the same goal but they're all working independently. Okay, yeah, that makes pretty much yeah. that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that's kind of like the I spoke I went on my uh soapbox there for a little bit, but I tried to give a uh basic definition of what it really is. But to, for anyone to understand what the pros and cons are of uh the sharding process, sharding uh kind of some pros are sharding can help reduce the late the late Consistency or slowness of a network, since it splits the blockchain into separate shards. Obviously, however, there are some security concerns surrounding sharding, in which shards can be intact. Just like I mentioned earlier, they're not as strong when they're separated. But when you give up that, when you give up uh, security, you're gaining speed and scalability. So yeah, uh, and also, how can we like just another another e- or. <laughs> just uh another reason for 
our viewers to understand what sharding is is like if we think of a blockchain as a shared database and as more and more data is added to that database the network needs to find new ways to process it all and when you when kind of like they're the blockchain is just divvying out the data to these shards that can help everything go smoothly okay do do you think that sharding will help uh, become Ethereum become faster than Solana, or do you think Solana's so is a lot faster and will always be on top? This is a very very hard question because obviously no one knows the future and no and I don't know anyone personally that's working on the uh, Ethereum blockchain or, the, or working on the Solana development. But yeah. the thing is. Uh, especially like sharding yes will help sharding will obviously help that new consensus layer will make ethereum faster and uh but the thing is you have to understand what i did the majority of my research on uh the my research showed that how ethereum will get faster is the reliance on their layer two protocols and those are stuff like um polygon thematic token stuff like that and this is also, it's obviously not financial advice like Alex mentioned earlier, but I have personally invested into Polygon in the past few days because I, after doing this research, I understood that there's the, the layer twos are so important to this uh, scalability and increase in speed of Ethereum. And pretty much to make ETH faster, you you obviously have to make a proof of stake which they're currently working on and implementing but also the layer two blockchains will have a huge factor on the increase of processing speeds because they allow they take so much inflow of data and they're able to kind of just take off the workload from the ethereum blockchain also the blockchains that are built on top of ethereum just pretty much makes ethereum move faster if that makes sense and it's kind of they're they're the layer two scaling solutions uh they use zk rollups which are pretty much data rollups uh just to kind of process transactions faster and uh two examples of something that will help improve both ethereum gas fees and the ethereum speed is uh loop ring or polygon those are two cryptocurrencies that uh work to do that do you think do you think other kind of crypto coins will pick up sharding like ethereum has so we've obviously seen uh a lot of success with other blockchains like cardano or binance coin or solana and obviously for any other company to even consider uh picking up the same technology like sharding they're obviously going to have to see Ethereum uh, do it successfully. So I, I believe that sharding, obviously, it will be a thing in the future uh, if Ethereum does everything completely right. But uh, Ethereum has to be the main mover. If Ethereum, if it, if Ethereum does not successfully do sharding, we won't see it implemented in many blockchains because if the like kind of cryptocurrency community doesn't believe that Ethereum can get it done. Why? Well, I, I don't think anyone else can really. True. So, 
because they want to get it right. That's why they're taking it so long. Exactly. That's um, okay. We, I, we have, we're, I'll just get into it right now, like, just to explain when we, or explain my personal opinion on when I think we will see the consensus model. And pretty much, there's obviously no set date, and Ethereum, the Ethereum Foundation is doing this on purpose, so they don't have to meet any certain deadlines, because there's always going to be new things that they, uh, that there's new blockades, obviously, um, or new blockades they're constantly running into. But, um, this is, the date is connected to this thing called the Arrow Glacier update, and it got pushed back, and pretty much, uh, the Arrow Glacier update makes updating the blockchain very, very hard, but the thing about the Arrow Glacier update is that its plan is to make mining worthless, if that makes sense. Their plan is to make Ethereum mining worthless, so it forces the blockchain to become proof-of-stake and it pretty much they get closer to that complete proof of stake model. And no and, proof of work. Yes. Now I don't think the I believe personally in the future almost everything will be proof of stake and the only thing still mined will be Bitcoin. Yeah. I especially I, especially I in the top ten, maybe top twenty coins. There's no point there's no point for it anymore anymore. Yeah. And yeah, if the, and mean, if most yeah, of the time ahead. when you're mining, you're just mining, uh, mining Bitcoin and then converting it over into another coin. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to I'm like if Bitcoin, if the blockchain uh, was able to be edited, it would have been moved to proof of stake. I mean, there's companies spending billions of dollars on this on this technology to mine Bitcoin. And obviously they're making money because they uh, are receiving Bitcoin because oh, they're mining it. But it's just so labor-intensive. It uses way too much power. It's not exactly great for the environment. And it's ten times harder than staking will ever be. So I just... Obviously, I'm very bullish on staking. I per- like, I guess you could say I'm biased because I personally stake. Maybe my opinion would be different if I had a uh, GPU miner sitting right next to me right now. And I'd probably probably have a lot more money if I had a GPU miner right next to me right now. But obviously, I think staking is so easy for anyone in the community to do it. It's just the future. That's like what decentralization is. It's just allowing everyone to be a part of it part of the blockchain pretty much yeah i always think that there'll still be miners just because there's people who have put millions millions and millions of dollars into it and they're making millions and millions of dollars back so i think yeah, there'll exactly. always be some proof of work yeah will yeah i'm with completely you completely disappear but i mean proof of stake will definitely be up top yeah and um to kind of continue on our proof of stake kind of talk so, uh, as I was doing research, I saw a lot of people ask, where can I stake my Ethereum on the consensus model? What can I do? I want to join the blockchain. I want to help the Ethereum blo- uh, foundation ASAP. Like, what can I do? And pretty much, when the consensus model fully comes out, yes, you everyone will be able to stake their Ethereum, just like everyone's able to stake their Cardano or Solana right now. 
So pretty much uh, my, what everyone in the community is assuming is that you will have to lock up your Ethereum a lot longer than any other um, crypto. And you will also earn rewards on your Ethereum, just like any other uh, coin that you stake. Um, also, this is a great way to support the Ethereum Foundation and support the Ethereum blockchain by uh, staking your crypto and adding it to the uh, blockchain, obviously. And right now, only certain developers that I know of can stake their ETH. And from what I know is you have to... It's really hard to get into Ethereum stake pool because they're so small. Um, you have to pretty much, I guess, have connections and have a huge uh, ETH wallet. I think I, I was listening to a podcast about trying to get a better understanding of this. And I think maybe one of the minimum amount to have to stake is maybe like a thousand ETH. So it's obviously, it's not um, like, yeah, it's not exactly a uh, uh, common man's game right now. But obviously we are months maybe a year out from being fully integrated from the consensus model so that will obviously drop as we get closer to the final uh consensus layer kind of set if that makes sense yeah so when the consensus layer finally drops do you think that there'll be a problem with so many people staking it staking their ethereum or will it just or will it not affect us that's a weird. That's actually a really unique question. I've actually never been, been thought about that, but you never I feel like when they'll kind of get so, overloaded. Yeah, I mean that's obviously a possibility. But the thing is, people are still gonna want to buy and sell Ethereum, so they can't yeah. lock up their tokens. If you want to be able to, uh, um, just buy an NFT or buy anything with Ethereum, you are not gonna be able to lock up your stake uh stake your stake uh or the ethereum you're staking and i'm uh the thing about that there's obviously people that don't like staking because they believe they'll make a greater return by kind of day trading crypto if that makes sense so i think i don't really think it's going to be too much obviously there's going to it's not going to be it's not going to roll out of the gates with no yeah. bullet holes it'll be perfect there's there obviously be some uh it will it will probably hiccups. stumble if you, it, yeah it will have some hiccups probably stumble a little bit but the thing about staking is that it also helps um it also helps stable prices because when Ooh. people lock up their ethereum they can't sell yeah make it and it's so limits it just kind of make yeah exactly but the thing is, when it does be when it, when the Ethereum stake reward becomes an income for people, that will you will see days where a lot of people sell when it's when around the like stake reward comes through. If that makes sense, we see that with both Solana and Cardano, because there's a there's a lot of big Cardano foundations that the only way they support the network is by staking maybe their millions of Cardano, and then once they get the reward, they sell everything they made. And just keep the Cardano that they have in the system, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that is a possibility, but I believe just will uh, just be better for everyone in the long run. Yeah, I I agree with that. I feel like it will definitely help out. Yeah. Do you have any other questions? 
No, I'm pretty much good on questions. You answer everything real well. Oh, okay. Uh, that sounds pretty good to me. But before we kind of end up here, I kind of want to wrap everything up in a little bow. Um, just to like kind of show my personal opinions on the uh, Ethereum 2.0, aka consensus model. So pretty much the consensus model will change crypto for the better because when it, when uh, big when they be upcoming cryptos or new cryptos to the market uh, see that Ethereum's proof of stake, there's pretty much no reason for other cryptos to change to proof of work if they were even considering it. Uh, also, if this if uh, the consensus model successfully is implemented, I think this is when Ethereum has the possibility to flip Bitcoin for market cap. That that's my personal opinion. Hmm. Is if if this goes right, that's what will make it. People talk about all the time. Oh, when's Ethereum? When the when's the flip, uh, Ethereum gonna flip Bitcoin? It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Ethereum's gonna go to fifteen thousand dollars coin and flip bitcoin flip bitcoin's market cap and that's not going to happen unless huge technology is changed because yeah. bitcoin's always going to be digital gold and people are going to buy that because for the same reason people buy gold and ethereum is pretty much kind of like the oil market where it's kind of just used to process transactions and kind of move information from one place to another and if this is if this is done properly technology will, will be pretty much perfect for where many many companies will want to get in and it will eventually flip bitcoin but obviously i do not see the future that is just my personal opinion yeah so i mean for my opinion i feel like when it first comes out they're like, it's obviously not going to be perfect and then people are going to get real mad that's not going to be perfect and they're going to sell or whatever but then when it mm-hmm. when they find ethereum or consensus layer finally gets going I feel like it's going to cause a lot of people to also move to Solana because they've figured out the technology and they understand the technology and then it's just going to cause Solana to go up including Ethereum obviously and then you'll see a big rise in um, those two coins yeah I think this is just kind of going to be good for the entire market yeah but also i would not say there's obviously not a certain date so there's not like on our calendars where buy eth here because eth two point or the consensus model is coming out the next day or whatever you can't really do that right now but in my opinion there is going to be something i've uh saw this all over the internet while i was doing research and there's going there's most likely going to be something uh called buying the rumor selling the news and pretty much this is a important topic in both the stock and crypto market where people buy up hype like say for example i'll use a stock as a kind of uh example because it's easier to explain say a company is uh there's rumors about the company coming out with a new product and how it's going to change the world and everything and people start buying that stock buying that stock because there's a rumor there's no actual news but then news comes out and says, then uh, like a news article will come out where it's verified, where the company will announce this the product has come out and now everything's going to be great. Just the, the, the stock will tank because everyone bought the rumor already and now they understand what fully come out, fully has come out, and maybe it has beat expectations, maybe it has not, 
and people are like, okay, I've already made money because I bought the rumor, sell. Because it's already came out. Because there's no hype yeah. anymore because it's already, if that makes sense. That, that example kind of sucked, but hopefully that made some sense. Yeah, that's definitely good. So, uh, yeah, guys, obviously, do you have anything else to say before we uh, nope. start heading out? So, obviously, uh, I enjoyed doing a bunch of research on the uh, consensus model of Ethereum, a.k.a. Ethereum 2.0, even though Ethereum 2.0 is uh, no longer a thing. And obviously, this is what we're here to do. When I do research to teach myself um, and come on the podcast and talk to you all, we, te- uh, we teach each other by teaching you. And that's what we do here. Everyone wins. It's a win, 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 win. And hopefully I can say win a thousand times because there's a thousand viewers. That would be sick. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I we pre- uh, Alex and I appreciate everything uh, that our community has given us. We have are completely appreciate uh, appreciative of everything, uh, especially like the, the listens and shares and yeah, uh, share. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like. Tell your mom about the podcast. We'll appreciate it. Tell your sister, brother. I don't know. Let your dog listen. I don't know. Maybe maybe your dog wants to uh, invest in the some internet money. You never know. Doge. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys. We just if you want to follow us on Instagram, go give us a follow. It's at nft underscore nation underscore podcast. We would uh, if you want to DM us um and shout us out, we would love to do that. We're doing a kind of promotion right now where if you shout us out we'll give you a follow and shout you out as well it's kind of another win-win situation and uh yeah guys i we appreciate everything uh we appreciate all the audience at home and hope you have a great day thanks for listening guys